Hey, 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 this is Brittany, the Genuine Gemini, here with another episode of Genuinely Gifted. So this episode is going to sound a little different. Um, You guys didn't hear the drops in the beginning because I got myself a mic, y'all. So funny story, I had a lavalier when I first started recording, upgrading, and unpacking. Lost the connector for the lavalier and had just started using, you know, my voice memos on my iPhone. Um, Before I got the lavalier, that's actually also how I was uh, recording. So I I never really listened back to my podcast like in the car or anything. I usually just record and put it out there and just pray for the best I mean obviously I listen back to edit to make sure it don't sound super crazy but that's obviously on my computer so I never really actually heard it in the car or anything and so last week my spirit just told me listen see you know how that feels what someone else would be hearing I guess I should have been doing that right but I um I did I listened to my episode in the car and when I tell you that that was trash I mean the quality of sound was just horrible to me and even the drops like certain things were high low all that good stuff and I'm a big advocate for everybody else to you know get on their game and do it the right way um motivating people to you know hire and uh make sure that they're at their a game and I haven't been doing that for myself. Now I'm frugal as hell. So that does have a lot to do with it. And I am still queen DIY, but there was a a necessary evolving that needed to happen. So I'm very excited. I, it might sound a little funny because I'm actually listening to myself talk via playback so I have have headphones on and am hearing myself record and it's kind of making like a little delay so I might sound like a little soft-spoken and stuff because clearly I don't want to yell in my own ear but this helps because it makes sure that I you know keep my levels and tones and stuff at a good pace so I'm excited to to have a new toy I'm also excited to have um really good um equipment I got a a yeti which is like the creme de la creme of podcast mics so I'm hoping that this you know works out for my good because baby when I hit purchase I was a little sad (laughs) I did not want to spend this bread um but this is the year of investing in genuine Gemini and Brittany as a whole. So I was glad to do it, excited when it came in. It is actually 2.06 in the morning, Monday morning. And um, I usually record like Friday or Saturday and then edit on Sundays, but it has been a week. So I um, hope I don't sound tired. I did take a nap today, but I'm excited to see how this content Um, is able to come across and hopefully you know connect with others in a different way because you know if you listen to something with bad quality watching something with bad quality it takes away from the the content right like I remember watching movies that were really grainy and not 
you know, HD or 4K. And I'm like, ugh, trash. <laughs> so I definitely don't want my own um, content to feel that way. So glad for the upgrade. Um, so let's get into this week's gratitude, shall we? This week, I am grateful for effective networking. I have been in the sales industry for mm, a little over 10 years. I'm not in it now, but was in the sales industry, hospitality um, for, yeah, about 10, 12 years. And I hate selling. (laughs) I never liked selling because I never want to feel like I'm pressuring people to do things they don't want to do and when you're a salesperson all that has to go out the window and you just have to have an overall confidence in your product and just want to push it my big brother is an amazing salesperson I mean he can sell anybody anything and he loves talking to people and I am an introvert at my core so it's so weird that I ended up in the sales industry Potentially because the side of the sales industry I was in was more of the events planning and people would come to me with their vision and I can upgrade or, you know, push them on certain products that we offered at our property. But it was never really me needing to grab a sale. Well, no, I take that back because as a catering sales manager, director of catering, You have to go out and get the business. You have to find people to bring their events to your hotel because there's tons of choices, right? So I, over the years, have learned the power of network, networking. And this week was able to kind of see that work uh, come into fruition as far as the pain of dealing with the smiles and, and, and being in people's face and constantly talking. Um, there's been a few people on the work side professionally that I've worked with previously that have just reached out, um, to, you know, see how I was doing, make sure everything was good. Obviously the type of industry, um, turmoil we're in right now, we're all kind of embracing each other and checking on each other, but these weren't the, you know, uh, co-workers that I had really firm and strong relationships with these were just co-workers I work with so the fact that they you know are reaching out and continuing just to keep that bond going is really important to me and then on the personal side with genuine Gemini there have been people that I've worked with um on their own personal projects or that we've collaborated that recently reached out and were just like, I'm proud of you, keep going. And that just makes me really great, really happy uh, to know that my networking skill set has improved uh, because you're keeping the relationships alive. And one of the things that I've learned and heard tons and tons of times is good networking doesn't mean you're talking to them every day or you're in the face um, of that person every opportunity you get. It's a simple, like a chef's kiss, right? Like just really simplistic and it, it continues to evolve and you're always constantly being put on people's minds somehow, some way. So I was very excited about seeing networking um actually work 
And I hope that if anyone is struggling with networking, that they know that eventually (laughs) it pays off. Grabbing all those business cards, making some cold calls, like it'll pay off in the end. All right, this week's gibberish. This is a funny one, but it's actually very sad at the same time. So I'm going to call this the Gorilla Glue Scandal. Now, I don't know where you've been. But if you have not heard about this story, you've been under a rock. So a young lady had a video go viral about uh, (laughs) mixing up the wrong type of glue for her hair. So she was putting in a ponytail and black women, you guys know, we need that good, good uh, gel or edge control to slick our edges back and make that ponytail super slick. So this woman ran out of the normal glue uh, that she uses for her edges. And I guess Googled different types of glue that she can get. Or maybe she didn't Google. I don't know. Because if she would have, what happened next wouldn't have happened. But anyway, she picked up a Gorilla Glue. And I think there is a gorilla like snot or glue for your hair, but it is specifically titled hair gel. She went and got the gorilla glue that like holds wood and does household projects like that can really firmly put some things into place and put that on her hair, y'all, on her hair. So she proceeds to film a video to show like, hey, if y'all see me for the past 10 days and my hair is looking the same way, it's because I can't take this stuff out of my hair. She tried shampoo, she tried coconut oil, she tried everything and nothing would remove this glue because Gorilla Glue is water resistant. It is intended to do that. So She unfortunately had to go to the ER and I think they had to cut all of her hair off. And there's lots of videos and footage. Um, She's kind of used this as an opportunity to hyper Instagram up, in my opinion, a little bit. Because she's been getting a lot of clicks, a lot of attention. Um, But obviously, I don't think she's doing it intentionally. Um, But like she posted you know, photos of her at the ER and um, talking to certain dermatologists about how to remove the glue. It was just, it's been a big thing. So she's bald-headed now <laughs> with no edges. And I, I just pray for her because that, that can definitely do a lot to a woman's self-esteem. And while there's tons of people who are using this as a as a marketing um, opportunity to like send her products and stuff. I just think we just, we really don't need to make a mockery of someone's mistake like that, but it is really funny because how you mix up girl, gorilla glue and gorilla gel. I don't even know the title of the correct gel, but yes, she messed up. She messed up big. So keep her in your prayers, but that. That was an interesting story. And that was a bit of gibberish for this week. All right. So let's move on on to um, the gift. 
So the gift this week is the gift of honesty. Dun, dun, dun. So I'm going to start this conversation off by asking, what is your relationship with dishonesty? Not honesty, but dishonesty. When I say that, I mean, can you remember the first time you lied? Can you remember why you lied and where that kind of took your maturity level, right? Like, what did that do to your adulthood if you lied as a child? So you go back. I, I can tell you I don't remember the first time that I lied. My mother will tell you. <laughs> she she tells the story all the time because her friend told her then, Brittany is going to work you as she gets older. She's going to finesse you and your husband out of everything because this girl just played you so my mom told me that we were at one of her friend's house and her friend had a daughter and her daughter and I were playing um and I wanted to play longer but we were getting ready to leave so um I think the little girl mom said wanted to go outside and she had like this beautiful backyard and we wanted to like go play in whatever playground set she had And so I kept asking, mom, can I go? Mom, can I go outside with the little girl? And mom said that she kept telling me, no, we're about to leave. Let me finish talking and then we're going to head out. So I went, I guess, to the the daughter and I'm like, I really want to play with you. But my mom is saying we're about to leave. And then something just came over me and I was like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lie to my mom and tell her my feet are hurting so I can take off my shoes. And then when I take off my shoes, <laughs> I can go outside with you and we can continue to play. So I guess the the my mom's friend must have overheard me or something. I don't know. Maybe they were nearby. Um, <laughs> and mom really uses this story when she describes who her child is because she's like that is Brittany at her core like she's gonna figure out a way out of no way so apparently I went and did exactly what I said I was gonna do I went to my mother and I said mom my feet hurt so bad and I think these you know these shoes are too small can I take my shoes off and of course her knee-jerk reaction was like sure baby you know she wanted me comfortable took my shoes off, darted out the door, kept playing. And mom didn't even realize that I was getting what I wanted, which was to go play. Her friend had to bring it to her attention. Like, did you see what your daughter just did? (laughs) She just played you. She just lied and said her feet hurt. That girl feet didn't hurt. She just wants to go outside and play with my daughter and you let her. So mom was completely shocked because she was like, my baby wouldn't lie to me just to go play. And she said, she asked me, do your feet really hurt? And I was scared of getting in trouble. So I told her the truth. I was like, no, you don't hurt. <laughs> I just want to go play. And so that is the first like actual memory I, I can tell you about me lying. And it kind of set the tone for me kind of in my adulthood, like knowing when I'm up against the wall and I'm not gonna maybe not get my way, but things aren't going to go in the direction I wanted to go in. I'm going to kind of finesse the truth a little bit. So 
what is the relationship you have with dishonesty? And if it was when you were a child, was that out of fear? Like, did you lie because you had to? Or was that just something that you you felt you needed to do at the moment um, to kind of enhance your life as a kid? And as an adult, do you feel like that carried over? A lot of the things that I'm learning in this newfound Brittany is all of this is childhood trauma, right? Like a lot of my reactions, a lot of the ways that I've handled myself has been because of something that has happened to me as a kid. And I find it super important for me to start addressing those so that I can kind of cut the cut the cord and not continue to allow this tra- trauma journey to happen, right? So I'm going to read something that I thought was super, super cool that I found when I was doing research about this. Um, and it said, honesty is a facet of moral character that connotates positive and virtuous attributes such as integrity, truthfulness, straightforwardness. Honesty is telling the truth. When you are honest, you feel clear inside. A person worthy of confidence and joy is honest and true. So what do you appreciate about honesty? Because if you have a bad relationship with honesty, you don't appreciate when you're able to be honest with yourself and with others. And we can go on and on and y'all can BS me and say, I'm honest. I keep it 100. I keep it real. But really think about your day to day. Like, how often do you lie? Even if it's knee jerk, it's not intentional. How often do you lie to protect yourself? How often do you lie to make yourself feel a little better or different than you do, right? We lie because we feel low. We lie because the lie increases whatever situation we're in. It gives us more power. If you leverage yourself with the lie, you have to continue to keep up with it, right? There's that old saying, you tell one lie, God tell three more. And I am uh, a product of that and completely understand that analogy because it's so true. And so what is it going to take for us to truly live simplistic, free lives of no lies? I don't think I can find any adult right now that can tell me within the last 24 hours they told they didn't tell a lie. They didn't say something that was either unclear, um, not um, foregoing of all of the truth, like they left out pieces or intentionally just bold-faced, didn't want to tell the truth and just, you know, was dishonest, right? And that comes from a dark place. So, I'm I'm hoping to encourage people to come back from the dark side and to not feel bad if they are in the dark side. Like we have gotten a lot of bad raps for truly not accepting that these are um, things that we can't control. And then when we finally are able to, and, and I'm sorry, let me go back. Not things that we can't control. These are things that are happening because we are unaware, right? We're unaware of why we do it. 
Um, it's just like if you don't eat a certain food and someone's like, you don't eat that? Why you don't eat that? I don't eat eggs. And people love eggs. Like y'all egg eating people. <laughs> and when I say that, if I go to a restaurant or I'm looking at a menu and I'm like, oh, that has egg in it and I don't want it. Or a plate comes out and there's eggs on it. People are like, oh, or do you have an allergy? Like it must be a medical reason. I'm like, no, I just don't want it. They automatically think she lying, you know, like she, she can have eggs and I have to really give the backstory. Like I don't like eggs cause I was traumatized as a kid. Something really bad happened to me, um, associated with eggs and eating them. And it just stuck with me. And I refuse to attempt to conquer that because number one, I've tried and it's, disgusting and horrible I've tried eggs on accidents and almost died so (laughs) I that's just my boundary no eggs for me I will find another protein but you have to understand why that happened right like you have to really truly in your heart know that's an honest truth for me I don't I'm not just making this up to seem like difficult or more important than I am I'm really I have a complex about it So if we start identifying why we're lying, it will help us continue to be more honest. And we, we again, live in a society where the word honesty doesn't hold as much weight um, as we'd like for it to because everyone's stunting for the gram. Everyone has the, the, the shield up and can perceive their life to be one way and it be the exact opposite I mean there are people who I am extremely close with and I watch their engagement on social media and do my best not to judge but most of the time I'm like "Ooh, that was a lie (laughs) you know what I mean like you can see and I'm pretty sure they do the same for me there's there's times where People who are close to me know my, you know, my struggles with eating and I don't have an eating disorder, but I do have a very toxic relationship with food and have addressed it, but I joke about it a lot. So you'll see me on social media, um, talking about all the food that I've eaten, calling myself fat because that's my protection, right? That's my way and get in front of accepting and acknowledging that I got a problem um and and some people will look at that and know okay she's hiding a complex and the making light of it is the lie right that's her not addressing the issue um I've had some people really call me out on my confidence level like you be really saying how you feel but then when we get in certain dynamics you're like oh you know, I'm super reserved, super shy, but I do have a fire to myself and maybe it shows up when I'm alone and not in front of people, but it could all be misconstrued online. So there, there's a lot of mistruths that are out there and I think we all subject ourselves to them daily and we have to accept that. We have to accept that it's in our human anatomy <laughs> to not always be as honest as we'd like. So truthfulness is very freeing, um, but it takes work, 
right? And going back to what I said earlier, I really want you to think about how many lies you tell in a day. And even if they're small, little white lies, someone says to meet you, you know, they want you to meet them somewhere and you're actually 30 minutes away, but they call you and you're like, oh, I'm, I'm like 10 minutes out. Knowing that you're not, you know, those are, that's you being deceitful. That's you lying. So we got to find the beauty and honesty again. I think honesty scares people sometimes because when you are too honest, you push people away. When you really keep it real, people are uncomfortable. And so we walk around doing this eggshell type of conditioning because it just works right and I can talk about that for hours on end about people pleasing and making others comfortable by really not saying what you honestly mean because in essence it doesn't make you weak but you also don't want to you don't want to judge right you don't want to make someone feel like you feel like you're better than them and so you keep your mouth closed, right? You mind your business. You you just, you do what you need to do to avoid those type of conversations. Being honest should not hurt. Being truthful and, and you know, really upfront, it should be very therapeutic. It should make someone feel good instead of bad. Now, obviously there's people who just aren't going to accept the things that you're saying. They're not going to know that you're coming from a good place. And that, again, is childhood trauma. Someone back when they were five, six years old, um, you know, were, were trying to be honest with them in a very negative way. And so they couldn't receive that feedback well. And now every time that happens, that triggers that moment for them. Um, and that's bad. You know, we really got to work on that. Will we be free from that in, in, in full? No, there's always going to be something that's going to be super triggering for you that you have to revisit, but being honest shouldn't be one of them. Right. And being, being honest is something that you have to work on day in and day out. You see very high profile people lie all the time. And most of the time it's because they have to. You know, I think back about the biggest lie that I saw on social media, and that was when Kylie was pregnant with Stormy. And I mean, there were actual evidence of her not being pregnant. And she lied, 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 like every time, like, no, I've just been eating. I mean, even in more recent times, Summer Walker got on the whole internet <laughs> with a full-blown belly and was like, oh no, this is the food baby. I can't eat. And then three weeks later is posting a maternity photo. People do it for various reasons, but I just wish that we can be released from those chains of feeling like we need to. I am working on it. I'm not saying that it's something I'm not going to continue to do because I'm always going to want to protect someone's mental health, right? And if I feel like telling them the honest truth is going to break them to their core, no matter which way I say it, I'm, I'm going to want to refrain from that because I don't want to put nobody in a situation like that. And that is 
one of the hardest things that we as humans battle with. I'm a Gemini and I literally have battles within myself all the time. Dark light, right? The the angel and the devil are constantly on the left and the right of me. And I hear them all the time telling me, here's the opposite of what you should do and here's the correct thing. Doing the right thing should not be hard. And so in 2021, my goal is to do the right thing. <laughs> I'm trying my best to do the right things. There's a lot of stuff that's been happening with work that is really proven that, you know, it's not always you who is bringing the the negativity. Sometimes that dark circle is just around people and your honesty will help them, you know, see that it's possible, you know, to to live a fruitful life of genuine, sincere truths. Again, the protection aspect of things really makes things scary because, you know, you don't want, you want privacy um, because you don't want to be judged and you don't want people to start uncovering and unveiling things that you're, you know, broken behind or working on. And so you have to put something to kind of buffer that. And it's so sad, but it's so true. So be honest, (laughs) be as honest as possible. And the start of it all is start having those hard conversations with yourself. You know, there are times when this food addiction that I have really gets the best of me. And I have to be honest with myself. You don't feel the way that you think that you feel right now. It's your mind really taking over and saying those simple statements and phrases will change the trajectory of what I do next. And so honesty is a leading characteristic. It is what's going to get the motors running and move forward. And you know what? So is lying. Because it could do the same thing. It could give you the power and the ammunition. You know, as I was researching, I read uh, something that said a a liar or someone who does it, um, you know, on a consistent basis is super creative. They have to be very witty and they have to know the right timing to lie. That's a little sick to me, but it's also super common. And then you start to realize, oh my goodness, this is me. You know, a little white lie here, a little, you know, withholding of truth there. You become that person that can lie at the drop of a, at the drop of a dime. So come back from the dark side. (laughs) Let's do our best to enjoy the gift of honesty because it is a gift. It is something that we are all blessed and honored to do daily. We don't have to wake up and choose the latter. We don't, we can choose to be as transparent and as open with our story and gain that control back. You know, you lose more control when you lie because then people can dictate their own narrative. You know, I see a lot of bloggers really capitalizing off of people and their lies because when it comes out now, that's the bigger story. You know what I mean? Instead of the real truth of whatever it is that you were trying to refrain from. So come back from the dark side. (laughs) I hope that resonated with someone and I hope that you start taking the steps to remove dishonesty from your life. It's not going to happen overnight. Again, I'm 35 years old and will 
be very honest <laughs> and transparent and tell you I have lied, lied, lied about a lot of things and have not held myself to a certain regards because it's been so normalized for so long. But these recent hard conversations I've been having with myself are, are really helping me understand that I don't have to do that. I don't. So, all right, let's get on into the B love letters. So clearly no email yet. I am so sorry. y'all. Again, I super busy been battling with this Gmail concept or not. Um, but I think I'm just gonna go ahead and go with it because I know I really want the engagement. I really want the feedback and I really would love to hear someone else's be love letter. So, um, this week's be love letter is to my youngest niece, Alana Baker, who I adore and love so much. Um, quick backstory. <sighs> Alana is a very amazing child and our family as a whole she's just been through a lot I'm just gonna put it like there not being dishonest I'm just saying just as a as a growing young lady this baby has been through so much in the short time she's been here so um <clears throat> I, I'm ooh was I about to get emotional my goodness um this letter was just on my spirit um I have been doing a lot of thinking lately about the relationships I have with my nieces and so this is to my Alana Bana my chicka girl as I call her dear Alana you are the blessing I didn't know I needed your tender and precious life is so meaningful and full of promise You've been pulled in so many direction, directions, causing lots of behavior disruptions, but you always manage to come back to center. As your aunt, I'm sorry for failing you. Sorry for allowing third parties to dilute our bond. When you are older, Titi will give you all the explanations you deserve. But for now, know that I love and adore and cherish you. Thank you for allowing me to be your auntie and watch you progress so amazingly. You are the epitome of pureness. And I thank you for always choosing to be love. All right, y'all. Uh, That wraps up another episode of Genuine Gifted. I have actually went over my time. Honestly, I usually keep this thing at about mm, 20 minutes or so. You know, I don't like to keep y'all long. But I am at 34 minutes. Amazing. Anyway, thanks so much for listening. I hope to hear from you all in the comments. Make sure that you subscribe. Find me at GenuineGemini85. And then the podcast um, Instagram is GenuinelyGiftedPod. I am going to hire somebody to start managing uh, the podcast Instagram because I just can't do both. I I'm being honest with myself or a Facebook like what Facebook who I have not been on Facebook in so long I mean I get on there occasionally because my dad forever is tagging me in something so to like clear notification or something and then I might randomly scroll and see um or to check memories just because I don't um I don't keep a lot of like photos really weird of me I've done so much with my life and their mental memories but you know sometimes it's good to like 
see, oh, two years ago I was here. I mean, I know that I've been to these places, but actually seeing it kind of via a post that I posted is awesome. So sometimes I'll occasionally look at a memory, but the memories is the devil, honey, because it also has memories of times in my life that I do not want to revisit. So it's a gift and a curse, but yeah, I ain't on Facebook. So I'm going to hire a uh, a social media manager soon once I kind of get my bearings on this whole thing. But for now, your girl is the one woman show and I ain't got time. So um, follow me on both if you aren't already. And I will talk to you all next week. Bye.